Welcome to Hanging at the Hangar Bar. I'm Scott. I'm Candace. I'm Lariah. And I'm Lacey. Grab a drink and come hang with us at the Hangar Bar. Hey everybody, welcome back to Hanging at the Hangar Bar. We are excited to start our road trip series today. How do we feel about that, ladies? I'm so excited. Yay! Yay, road trips. So we are on our way to visit Walt Disney's hometown museum in Marceline, Missouri. That will be a, a future episode after we've been there and we've toured. We'll, we'll talk all the things about that. For this episode today, though, we thought we'd spend a little bit of time talking about the dining plan. Before we get there, though, remember to check us out on our socials, both Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at Hanging at the Hangar Bar. Interact with us. Let us know what you think of this series. And again, we are doing this as a road trip. We're recording in the car, so if there's a little bit of road noise, we apologize. Um, but we're, we're just going to do our best with it. So... Again, we're going to talk about the dining plan today. Who wants to kick off the conversation about all things dining plan? Well, it was my idea to talk about the dining plan, so I guess I will kick us off. Lacey here, if you didn't know. We have one experience with the dining plan, and we did the deluxe dining plan. And... I think we're all on the same page, so we're just going to kind of talk about our experience with it, um, the pros and cons of the deluxe, and what we would change about it, or if we would do it again, and all of that. So I'll start off with my own opinion. I am glad we did it, because if... And I think I would like Candace to explain it a little bit, because after all, she is the map. So, Candice, do you want to explain the deluxe or, like, all of the dining plans for those out there who have never used it? Sure. The There's a quick service dining plan, a regular dining plan, and the deluxe dining plan. And they are, of course, not being offered right now. My theory is they probably won't come back until after the 50th anniversary celebration uh, just because there are plenty of people at Disney World right now um, so they're not having to have that on offer to get people there but the quick service dining plan is the least expensive of the three and it's basically two quick service meals each day Um, it is tied to your the number of nights that you have as a reservation in a Disney resort hotel, uh, not the number of park tickets that you have, which I think is important to remember. But it, the quick service plan is two quick service meals per day and two snacks. And then all of the dining plans also come with a refillable mug that you can pick up in the gift shop at your resort and refill that for the entire time that you're on your trip, which is really helpful because you can get things like soda, water, coffee, tea, that sort of thing. Um, Then the second level is just the regular dining plan, which is one table service credit and one quick service credit and then two snacks every day and then your refillable mug. And then the deluxe, which is the one that we used, is actually three credits and you can use those for either quick service or table service meals and then two snack credits as well and then the refillable mug. All right. And you can get... With, on the deluxe, you get a drink 
with every meal and it can be a signature cocktail it can be whatever is that true of all the dining plans or is that only the deluxe it's only the ones with the table service credits so it would be the regular and the deluxe so you couldn't go use your snack credits to get drinks at a festival booth that is correct okay all right that being said my opinion of the deluxe was i am glad we did it because um it we were able to try many different um alcoholic beverages and if you know anything about disney you know that drinks at disney are very pricey so getting the opportunity to try them without paying extra was really nice and i I really liked that part. Also, a dessert at the end of the meal. Another thing a lot of people, especially if you're going on a budget, would probably skip. Um, I liked that it was included. And um, that was another part that I really enjoyed because Scott, Lariah, and I for sure are dessert people. Yes. (laughs) Being able to order a dessert without um, questioning the price of the dessert was nice. Yeah, I think that's my big thing with the the deluxe dining plan is we went and we were able to eat a lot of restaurants that I think sticker shock alone would have made it to where we wouldn't have gone to. We went to a lot of table services that we probably would have been like, oh, let's do a quick service because it'll be faster. But ultimately... and theme park food is expensive the dining plan is expensive but having it paid for ahead of time to where you didn't have the sticker shock and you could order whatever the heck you wanted off the menu i i loved that kind of all-inclusive feel right yeah and and one thing that i will mention specifically with the deluxe uh dining plan that we experienced is that for every meal you get an appetizer and we're not just talking about a portion of an appetizer we're talking about an entire appetizer or starter for every person plus your entree plus your drink plus a dessert at every meal so much food so much food yeah and again if you are if you've been to Disney and you've dined at Disney you know that the portions are not tiny so um the deluxe dining is for the foodies which we all are we love to try new foods we like to i don't know i i know i like my belly to be full otherwise i get grumpy so um you will not go hungry on the deluxe dining plan and if you do it's your own fault (laughs) but i don't seriously know how that could happen because i was so full after our first day And it just kept getting worse. Yes. Same. That that was my thing with the deluxe plan is we we went during food and wine. And I wanted to try a lot of the different food booths. And I wanted to use our snack credits for fun things. But by the time you get done eating a sit-down breakfast, maybe a sit-down lunch, and contemplating a sit-down dinner, there's no room for snacks right at, at some of those different booths and that kind of thing so i think that's my knock against the the deluxe plan is there's just too much food included and it just makes it really hard to use all your credits i think yeah i agree what were your thoughts about the deluxe dining plan Loria? i liked it yeah that was a good time 
That was a strong yeah. opinion there, Loria. Yeah, Thanks. you have a lot to say. She's a woman well, of few words. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys pretty much said it all. I have the same pros and cons as all of you. Well, and it was also nice because if there was a certain appetizer that um, one person wanted, and or if you're looking at the menu and you wanted an appetizer and you're or you're looking at two different ones, it's nice that we could all get a different appetizer and then try each other's if we wanted to. I liked that part too because we all would get an appetizer. So if you wanted to, if you were looking at a few other ones get all if you're going with a group of people all get different ones and try each other's yeah and I think it's nice too that I mean I think there are restaurants where certain things are not included on the dining plan um, like more of the very very special items on the menu Um, but the servers do a great job of letting you know what those things are otherwise pretty pretty much anything you want on the menu is included which is really nice because like we were saying there are some things that you look at the price on the menu like if you would have to pay for it out of pocket and there would be no way Mm -hmm. no way right and also i did want to mention too that if you are not a alcoholic drinker and but you are a foodie and you do like uh, mocktails or anything like that they do have specialty drinks without alcohol that you could get. Um, One example was we went to Kona Cafe in the morning and I did not want to have an alcoholic beverage that early in the morning. I know why. I'm not sure. Um, No. First day jitters. Right. (laughs) Um, So I got a specialty coffee instead. So they have stuff like that that is included um and it was what the kona blend joffrey's kona blend in a french press so it felt very fancy lacy you obviously don't subscribe to my philosophy of you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning well no i do it's just for some reason that morning coffee i wanted some joffrey's to start my day but there was was a lot going on that day i mean it was our first day there we had just arrived we arrived the night before in orlando so like the meal at kona cafe was like our introduction to disney world for that trip it was an amazing experience i would plan a trip like that every time yep agreed Mm -hmm. that first day was amazing so what are the meals oh were you gonna say something no no okay um what are the what are the meals i have an idea of a meal that i think it the deluxe dining plan or any table service dining plan really makes worth it that i would struggle to pay for so before i share mine what what do you all think would be the meals that would be worth it with the dining plan versus having to pay out of pocket well my first thought would be morimoto it's a good one just because that restaurant is so fancy i honestly don't remember the prices but um it was so fancy inside that i just couldn't imagine paying out of pocket for that restaurant yeah that's one of their uh the signature restaurant it's considered a signature restaurant so uh like our dinner there cost two table service credits and you can about imagine. So entrees were running in the thirty to fifty dollar range per plate, if not more. I if think our total more. bill would have been 
in the neighborhood for four of us would have been in the neighborhood of, of five, six hundred dollars that night. Yeah. So for me, the one that popped into my head is somewhere that typically has what I would consider to be mediocre food or, or food not worth the price. Your character dining experiences. Oh, for Where you sure. have a, a 50 or $60 all-you-care-to-enjoy kind of breakfast meal mm-hmm. that you're just paying for your character interactions and not so much the food. Like a, a garden grill, I, I would pay. Okay, I, I take it back. I would pay whatever price for Garden Grill because I love their food. But um, like the one, Tusker House, yeah, that would have been sixty bucks a person to sit there and eat what I think is not the best food on property. Agreed. So character dining is is I think a better value with your dining plan than without. Right, and you can also make be- um, what I would term better decisions with character dining as well because Garden Grill is one service credit or one table service credit. Cinderella's Royal Table is two. Be Our For- Guest is two. And I mean, I've said it before, I'll say it again, and I know it's a hot take. We've been in all three sections of Be Our Guest. I never have to go there again. Candace, for breakfast at Be Our Guest, was that still two table service credits or was that one that was just one thank god yeah because (laughs) breakfast is trash there honestly yeah right i am vegan and that was the most difficult place to find vegan food and the reason why i say thank god was because i had a pathetic little side dish of fruit and two frozen waffles Mm. yeah so um going to be our guest <laughs> going to be our guest for myself was more of a uh, environment experience and not a um, tasting experience yeah and that that meal was the same as what we got and ours wasn't great either but that was $35 worth of waffles and fruit that ultimately is what a four dollar breakfast anywhere else a five dollar breakfast anywhere else just so you can say you ate in beast castle right i would be pissed if i paid for that outside of the dining plan right which brings me to a point i was going to make too which is I hope they bring the dining plans back because i think it's a great way to try restaurants that way because especially with these ones like we're talking about have really pricey entrees you're prepaying for your food so it's nice to be able to try stuff and you and we went to a couple that we weren't huge fans of like for me i wasn't a huge fan of yak and yeti i'm glad that we had the dining plan to just try it out and i mean no money was really wasted it wasn't horrible food but if I had to pay out of pocket for that, kind of would have been a little annoyed because I didn't think it was the best meal. And a lot of times when you hear people talk about the dining plan, they're always talking about, are you getting the value out of the money that you're spending? Because the dining plans are not cheap. But I think when you're talking about value, you have to not only consider the dollar that you're saving or not saving, but I think it's the experience I think it's the peace of mind knowing that your food is paid for um, so you don't have to save up extra money to take on your trip with you. 
Um, you don't really even have to take anything like a wallet or anything like that. The one thing I will say with the dining plan is that gratuity is not included. And I think that's very, very important to remember because the cast members that are serving you are working their tails off and they deserve every bit of a 20% tip at the very least. Agreed. We did tip tip our um, cast members very, very well because for the most part, I feel like we had really, really great cast member serving us. Francisco. Francisco, yes. And it makes me sad. I don't remember her name, but our skipper at Skipper Canteen was amazing. Oh, yes. Loved her. And then the, the our server at uh, Morimoto was next level as well. She was very... Uh, she knew the menu like the back of her hand. She yeah. was very helpful, um, especially because... You know, with my dietary restrictions and everything like that, she pointed out everything that I could get, and it was really helpful. So, so would you get the deluxe dining plan again? For me, I would have to say no, just because... Well, I don't know if I would never do it again, but I think the next trip, I would like to get the smallest one, perhaps... Because I want to enjoy more of the snacky items and just kind of maybe have a big breakfast or a big dinner at the end of the day. And then during the day, just kind of stop by quick service places and get snacks throughout the day. I would agree. I think we've talked about that, too, where the next time we go, um, when there's dining plan situations available... We'll go with the quick service plan and maybe the trip will feel a little more spontaneous and not so planned out. Um, because it is tough when you have table service credits to use and you have to make a reservation. You don't want to be backtracking all over creation or having to hop to a different park just for a dinner reservation. And that kind of cuts up your day. Um, but you feel bad if you don't use those credits. Right. And you want to talk about losing the value. Like I'm not one to look at prices in a restaurant, whether I'm on the dining plan or not. It's just, I'm lucky enough that I don't have to vacation that way, or I don't have to go to a restaurant that way. But where was I going with that? Value. Oh, the value. So you want to lose value of the dining plan really quick. We didn't even use all of our table service credits when we had the deluxe dining plan, and we ended up having to convert those to snack credits. And then on our last day, we're buying out the entire gift shop of bags of candy, which there's nothing wrong with that. But all of a sudden, you're turning a $60 meal credit into three bags of $8 candy. That's you're losing money hand over fist when you do that, and I think that's one of the downsides of the the deluxe plan is it's just you. I, I don't know how somebody could eat that much food. Yeah, I I agree. It's it's honestly a lot of food, and I think that the only reason why I say I would not never do it again is I really like getting the alcoholic beverage included in the meal. Um, just because, like I said, drinks at Disney are terribly expensive. Yes. What about you, Laura? I don't want to say that I would never do it again, but not maybe not the next trip or even the next one, but some far down the road. Depends on 
would you would any of you like to just try all three to see where you fall on that oh yeah 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 i would and so candace the the mid-level dining plan comes with one table service and one quick service is that what you said yes and then snacks and two snacks and two Two snacks. snacks okay so I think that would be a, a good compromise between the two, especially if, like, Lacey, what you were saying with going and having a nice dinner at the end of the day, um, especially if you're in a large group of people where, you know, you kind of split off and do your own thing during the day, and then that dinner could be what brings you back together so you can talk about what you've done that day. Maybe go plan to find a delicious drink or something after dinner and just kind of spend the evening regrouping. Yeah. I agree. I think that the middle one would be nice too, but I would like to try the smallest one just to see how it is. Yeah. I think our next trip, like Candace said, we are going to do if the dining plan comes back, which all signs point to it will at some point, mm-hmm. um, we'll use the the basic dining plan just because like on the deluxe plan and even that mid-tier plan, all of a sudden you're like, I can't go to a quick service place because, again, you're you're not getting your value. You want to go use it to get the sit-down restaurants that you normally wouldn't get. So I think just like the quick service places, you, you eat when you're hungry. You don't when you don't. You get the snacks to, to sort of fill in the gaps in between. And we've not tried a lot of the quick service fare, which everything we read about and see is that that quick service food is – as sometimes as good as the table service food. Right. And especially in magic kingdom. Yeah. And when you're on the, the deluxe plan, you don't feel like you can do that. I will say that you really have to like with your snack credits, you really have to be judicious with how you spend those. And I know that was a big word, but I mean, they have things set up so that you can use a a snack service or snack credit on a bottle of water. Which, don't do that. Yeah. Go to a quick service restaurant. They always have complimentary ice water available. You cannot refill your water, or you should not refill your water bottles. Just take the cups they provide, get a couple cups of water, call it good. Don't be that person. (laughs) But don't spend your money or your snack credits or whatever on a bottle of water. Don't spend your snack credits on a bag of Lay's potato chips. And don't spend your pocket money on that either because it's like four bucks for a tiny bag of Lay's potato chips. No. Right. <laughs> the only time I'll make a caveat to that rule is in the Japan Pavilion in Epcot, they have the Lay's potato chips from around the world, all the different flavors, like the oh. Japanese flavors of potato chips. That If you want to use a snack credit for something you wouldn't be able to walk to your local supermarket and get, that's okay. Yeah, that would be something to do. But just a run-of-the-mill yellow bag of Lay's potato chips, no. Don't do it. No. We'll judge you. We and will, we don't harshly. <laughs> Um, also, at the fresh fruit stands, they do th- have things like cuties, where you can buy three of them for a snack credit. Uh, if you buy, pay out of pocket, those are 5 or $6 for three cuties. Oh. Um, once again, no. Uh, if you have the opportunity to, you know, order up some groceries to have them delivered, order from Garden Grocer, have them delivered to your resort, then put the cuties in your park bag. So you have them. And go about your day, but don't waste a snack credit on three cuties. Yeah, definitely do some research because you could get that. You could also get what a, if you're a coffee drinker, you could get like a, what, venti sized Mm -hmm. drink, Mm -hmm. which you are getting way more 
bang for your buck. So if you're thinking about it, if, you know, in the future they bring it back, which I'm pretty sure, like we said, they will definitely do some research about the uh, snacks you can get for your snack credits. Because like Candace said, three cuties you could get at your grocery store. You can get a whole bag for three to five dollars, depending on what season you're buying them in. And then you go to Starbucks, get a venti latte for six or seven bucks. You are definitely losing money by choosing the cuties. And, you know, they have other snack credits, too, not just drinks. Does the size of your your drink at the different, like, the Starbucks locations or the Joffrey's location depend on your cast member that you get? Because didn't we, like, one morning we decided we want a cinnamon roll and you got a coffee and I got a tea and we used three snack credits for all of it? Yeah, but they were all Venti's. No, I got a Trenta. I never order a Venti iced tea. No, I think it's just what it, whatever it is. Whatever drink you want, you get. So whatever size? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's but, yeah, we did. He got a Trenta iced tea. I got a Venti something or another with coffee and then we had one of their cinnamon rolls and it was three snack credits and that was breakfast and it was plenty to get us through till lunch yeah for sure and i like how i just said i'm going to judge people for ordering things with snack credits that you can you can walk down the street and get Mm. we can't get a mickey shaped cinnamon roll at home that's my defense and i needed tea yeah (laughs) (laughs) well starbucks at disney just tastes a little bit better than starbucks at home am i right magical it's the cups they come in. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit about, I, I I feel like we've talked through what the our experience with the dining plan. We've talked a little bit about what we would, if the dining plan comes back as it was, what, what we would do with that. Let's dream a little bit. If we were there, if we were a Disney park person being paid by Disney to do things, what? how would we redesign the dining plan? You know, I think it would be really cool. It'd be a little complicated, but uh, I think it would be cool to have a build your own dining plan, depending on, you know, the size of your family or your eating habits, how your diet, all of that. It'd be cool to do a build your own and have like a table service and a snack credit and a quick service be its own like price and then you just kind of build your own. I think that would be kind of oh, cool. Oh, that's a good idea. So you kind of pick out, you can just a la carte the different things that you want. If you yeah. want to do, if you want a dining plan that has, for a five-day trip, has 30 snack credits, they just, you can a la carte it and build it how you want it. Yeah. That's yeah. a great idea. Disney, if you're listening, that's a great idea. <laughs> Lariya, what about you? What would you, how would you build the dining plan? I was gonna say the exact same thing as Lacey where like you know exactly everybody has their own diet dietary needs and stuff and it would be fun to have an option where when you're booking your trip you can just plan like oh I'm gonna be there a week so I want five um, sit-down reservations and I want to pick out four uh, kiosks or whatever I think that would be perfect Candace, how about you? I'm just trying to think through the logistics of that because as it is now, if one person in your reservation has, and again, it goes per room. So if one person in your room has 
the deluxe dining plan. Everybody in the room has to have a deluxe dining plan. And with families traveling with little kids, that doesn't make a lot of sense because you know little kids. I mean, grown adults can't eat that much food. What do you think a little kid is going to do with that much food? Right. Um, so I think it would be nice to be able to kind of modify that a little bit. And even if you couldn't, like, go meal by meal, I think it would be nice to specify different dining plans for different people in your room. Because there are some people that do eat more than others and some that eat less than others. And I think if you have, you know, that person that eats a little bit more, maybe they can do the three and two. Whereas somebody else in that room might only want, like, two meals a day, period. Right. So I think it would be nice to change that up a little bit and make it a little more customizable. I also think it would be great if we could figure out a way um, to just make Disney World all-inclusive straight across the board. Yeah. Yeah. You just, here's my resort price. Every I walk up to a counter, I sit down, it's paid for, tip is included. Yeah. All of that kind of thing. I like that idea, too. Yeah, and then if, if you get exemplary service like we've had in the past, Francisco... You can tip extra if you want to, but I think giving a ba- or including a baseline twenty percent of whatever the cost of your thing is, your meal is, um, I think that kind of guarantees those cast members at least that. Right. So kind of like a cruise. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Just kind of you can go pretty much anywhere because if I am being honest, this is kind of a little off topic, but. Candace has been the one to usually, and by usually I mean always, um, plan our trips. And the part that stresses me out the most is the um, dining reservations. And I think that if there was any way, I don't know, because only table service you need dining reservations. Um, I mean, it would be cool if for, they had like one, I don't know, time in there that where it's just open to first come first served. I think that would be kind of cool. Like, I don't know, just a random time in there between like two and five or something like that. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to worry about reservations? Well, that and um, like... I don't know. I just, I'm the type of person sometimes where I don't know what I want to eat that day until that day. You know, I get excited for some reservation, um, you know, restaurants and everything like that. But, you know, what if one day you're just really in the mood for like sushi and you did not make any sushi reservations whatsoever? You know, that'd be kind of cool to just be able to pop in there. Although you could go to Trader Sam's, so I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But there again, you have to be there when the place opens. Otherwise, you're going to be on the wait list forever. Yeah, that is true. We were lucky to score some seats. I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, one thing I thought about with the dining plan that I think would be really kind of cool would be have it be... Because to me, one of the perks of the dining plan is you're, you're planning ahead... And you're just making your vacation cost all kind of in one space. So instead of having it tied to the type of meal that you're getting or a snack, like make it a preloaded like gift card for food. So if you say, I want to put, I want to increase the cost of my, my reservation by $2,000 
and that's what I'm going to pay. You get a $2,000 card to spend for food and drink and whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So the dining plan is almost a dollar for dollar credit. Or if you do that, maybe you get a little bit of a discount, something like that. But having it be a, instead of having to worry about how and where and when it's just, okay, whatever you want to do, here's, here's your food budget. And I, I guess you could do that yourself just by buying Disney gift cards ahead of ahead of time and just sort of making your own dining plan but having it be a part of your vacation package i think just makes it that much easier to where you scan your magic band and your food's taken care of with that said though you almost have to do a lot of research to begin with to find out kind of what you're going to want to eat so that you make sure that you allot enough money because like with the dining plan now you can pick pretty much what you want off the menu whether it's a 15 dollar entree or a 45 dollar entree yeah that's true yeah, that's that's what I was going to say, too, that if you do decide to do it that way where you load up Disney gift cards and you are pl- and if you think that putting five hundred dollars on a card is going to get you, you know, for yourself, maybe that would, you know, but depending on who, how many people you're going with, you could easily spend half of that in one night, depending on oh, where yeah. you're going and all of that so yeah i think it would be cool to kind of load something up with credits that way too and just kind of spend it that way but i do like the magic band as well yeah okay anything else from a dining plan perspective candace since you are the map anything logistically that we're we're forgetting to talk about from a dining plan perspective now that i can think of um No. Okay. Then I think, are ladies in the back seat, anything else you want to talk about? No. Nope. Okay. With that all said, let's end this one here. So thank you all for listening. It, this has been, I love talking about food. I love talking about Disney. This created the perfect storm of two of my favorite things to talk about. The dining plan, I think is a good investment. You'll hear different opinions about it. But if you want us to talk more about it, or if you have questions about our experience, that kind of thing, again, interact with us on our socials. Let us know and have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. We'll see you real soon. Soon.